hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cerulean Roll. I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts, if you'd like to say hi. Hello, I'm Jamzy, and I play Nanette Silkenthorn. Hello guys, it's me, Crow, and I play Adric and uh, Mako. And let's get straight into the recap. Last session, our heroes departed from the island, sailing across the seas towards their destination. As they approached Egrith, they had no troubles along the seas, for once. And as they landed, they sought to explore the island, after walking past the dunes and the staggeringly large bridge. Adric encountered a trading booth where he pawned off some of the wares that he found in the vessel. And right where we pick up is as our heroes walk into an elixir store. And as, uh, I'll say Eldorus is leading, he opens the door. You hear a chime as these wind chimes that are fixated above ring. And as you guys look into this room, you see that it's completely dark in here. You see that there are small luminous bulbs of gemstones that are flying around the ceiling and clinking against each other. To your right and left, and the entirety of the store, you see these tall shelves with various liquids held within them. These liquids are of every color, every opacity. You see some are sparkling like glitter, and some of them are translucent and clear like the ocean outside. You see towards the back, there is a little um, desk that is very faintly lit with, uh, with these same gems and illuminated by this warbling energy. You see a dwarven man with skin as pale as iron. His eyes look like pearls within his skull, and his bushy white hair and beard frame his chiseled face. He is adorned in dark silks that wrapped tightly around his frame. And he goes, Oh, customers, hello, nice to meet you. Hello. Hello. I presume you're here for potions, yes? Yep. Well, we have quite the variety here. Though I do not recommend anything that we have on the shelves, really. Those are still curing. Oh, oh okay. I see. Yes, most of those are. Highly risky. Could turn you into a chicken. Lots of things. Oh. Patrick, no. Right now, I, I don't want to be a chicken. You don't want to be a chicken boy. Yeah. Well, if you would like to look at what is actually available, uh, it's more over in this section. And he points towards a segment of the wall that is more illuminated. You see that there are gemstones creeping up a shelf that are faintly glowing with various color lights, but it mainly looks like this effervescent violet. Well, pretty gem. Okay, and, I'll get a lot. Check those out, then. Uh, as you guys walk over to the shelf, 
you see an assortment of potions, various ones, all with labels on them. You see that there are health potions, there are greater health potions, there are potions that make you breathe fire, there are oh. elixirs of health, there are filters of love, there are potions of climbing, and even potions of invisibility. Ooh. Invisibility, huh? I knew that. I imagine huh? it, but like, what if we made robot news and evil chicken? What if we what? What if you turned an enemy into a chicken? That would be kind of funny. That would be kind of funny, and I would also get a chicken. No, you know what? I'm not gonna think of that. <laughs> We would also have to wrestle the potion into the chicken's mouth. Oh, yeah. That's true. Or, I guess, into the person who would become a chicken's mouth. Yeah. And it wouldn't and be wouldn't... feminine. Actually, I don't think it's feminine in the first place, though. So. Wouldn't we just have a person? No. I, I, it's a I chicken. D- like, I don't know how ethical that is. Like there, there would be a person in that chicken. Like that's it not is, a regular chicken. That's that's a person. It is absolutely not permanent. Yeah, so it wouldn't work either way. Okay. Well, we we definitely need those uh, the health elixirs then. All right. Which ones do you want? The higher grades or the lower grades? He turns to you guys. Oh. Uh, which ones? Um, I I say like lower grades, and we get like a bulk of them. That's fine by me. Yeah. All right. Well, what we'll do get you... like something. Yeah, huh? yeah you. Oh, I was just gonna ask what they taste like. That's a good question. What do they taste like? Jerry flavor. Oh, that's so I awesome. knew it. They look like that. Cherry but if, if you get the purple ones, they taste like grape. Hi, guys. What do you want, grape or cherry? Uh, I'm more of a cherry guy. That's awesome. I like grapes. Okay, well, um... Should we get, like, the amount of how many we are? Well, we could just get however much we can. You know, I feel like it'd be good to stock up a fair bit. Yeah. How many many do you think would be fine? Well, it depends on the price, right? Uh, Yeah. The price for the minor potions are 50 gold. Oh, my God. Very steep, very steep. Okay, um... Well, we have, like... From what I counted, I'm pretty sure I have, uh, 359. And, uh... So, do you just want to buy only health potions, or do you want to buy a set amount and then something else? 
Uh, is there anything else we should get, guys? Hmm. I'm not going to lie. The invisibility potion does sound useful. Yeah, I was thinking that too. It does. But also, it would be sick as fuck to breathe fire. <laughs> when would we need to breathe fire? Um, when the... You know. Uh-huh. When... Uh -huh. Okay, let's see. How about this? Hypothetical, okay? What right. if... And this is a callback. What right. if the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles attacked us? They're ninjas, what? they'll find out where we were. So they would just, they would attack us if we were invisible. But if I could breathe yeah. fire, I'd cook the turtles. But we made them so up. They're, they're, that's not gonna happen, Eldorus. But it's a hypothetical. Okay, but like, I already have a fire spell. No. Alright, invisibility. How much is for the invisibility? Um, that one is, uh, might be out of your ball range. It's, uh, 600 gold. Oh! Oh my god. Oh, I felt that. That made me feel a little pain in my heart. That's well, it, it, it does last for a whole entire hour. You could do a lot in an hour with it, one potion. Oh, yeah, that's fair enough, actually. Mm, yeah. Well, I think it's just the health potion, is it? Alright, and mm -hmm. uh, how much are you buying? How many, actually? Should we just spend everything and say we ball, or do you want to just, you know? I think it's I mean, better if we at least save some of the money. Yeah, plus there's more to see around here. True. Yeah. Like, I don't know... The magic shop? Oh wait, wasn't Jewel gonna sell some of those lemonades? Oh, I'm yeah! Sure. That was on the old ship. And then it crashed. Oh... Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. all the lemonade went everywhere. Yeah. Well, that's out of... the mind, um... Maybe, maybe three would be good. Uh, so that'll be um, one hundred fifty gold. Okay. And you hand him one hundred fifty gold, and he pulls out three of these healing potions and hands them to you. All right. Cool. I think this is a fair amount. And uh, I could add them to your inventory for you, but it's easy to add them if you just add health potions. Bob. All right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and what else are you guys doing? Good question. What are we doing, guys? <laughs> Well, there are more shops to visit. Yeah. We could go check out the magic shop since that's clearly catching your eyes, Nanette. Hopefully I, there's a little other cape. I like the magic stuff, okay? I mean, I'm not, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying you, you like <laughs> it. 
All right, let's head over there. All right. Uh, Bye-bye. Come back again. Okay. Um, And he waves you guys off, and you exit through the door. And you guys are heading over to the magical shop? Um, As you guys look around, you see the sign of this magic shop. And you see the exterior building is mostly the same as the rest. Orange bricks with black accents running through it. But you see within the windows, there are twinkling stars that drape from the sloped tile roofs and twirl as the wind strikes them. Through the archway-shaped window, get glimpses of black curtains being tousled rapidly as a pink whirlwind spirals across the room. As you enter the building, you see the spiraling energy from before ribbons out and adds this ethereal luminance to the interior. A crystal orb is floating within bronze rings on the ceiling. Light streaks from its interior outwards, creating beams of light within the shop. You see glass cases are strewn out neatly around the entirety of the store, and held within them are scrolls with runes etched into the papyrus. Well-dressed nobility are standing all around the store, and you see a lot of them are purchasing these very ornate-looking scrolls with blackened paper with golden runes strewn across them and tied tightly with purple ribbons. And behind the counter, you see a younger half-elven wizard with pink hair that's puffed up in in the front. He has two strands of hair that frame his delicate jaw, and his eyes are a pale blue with deep eye bags that makes it look like he hasn't touched a bed in months. He is wearing a button-down white blouse that feeds into light blue pants. And that's pretty much all you see, along with these cases. I think you should get a little nap. Me, personally. (laughs) He definitely looks like he needs a little nappy time. (laughs) And uh, you guys are just going to check out some of the... Glass cases? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All right. As you guys look around, you see spell scrolls are lining every little bits of these glass cases. They're neatly folded on velvet pillows. And you read the names that are glowing atop the case. There are spell scrolls for a spell called Alter Self. There's a spell called Aura of Vitality. There's Enlarge and Reduce spells. There's Message spells. There's Searing Smite spells. And Spike Growth spells. You also see within these cases, there are also Health Potions and Greater Healing Potions. Any one of these catch your eyes? I, I want to know what Aura of Vitality is. Aura of Vitality is like an AoE healing spell. And I think Danette would be able to suss this out pretty easily. Oh, that's cool. 
Um, yes. Uh, Nanette, you would easily know that this spell arcs out 30 feet uh, from you, and the aura moves around you, and as a bonus action, you can heal creatures as long as this spell lasts. Oh, that's Whoa. awesome. Anything else, Catch Your Eyes? What else did you say there was? Alter Self, Enlarge and Reduce, uh, Searing Smite, and Message Spells. Anything you want to know about any of these? What is Searing Smite? Searing Smite. Uh, Ninat, you wouldn't be too familiar with the spell. Roll me an, uh, a history check to see if you would recall this. A history check? A history check, yes. All right. Ooh, okay. Um, you would know that Searing Smite will create a burning ember on your blade and will dish out a massive blast of fiery energy along with a strike. But it's also only wow. one use. Hmm. So all of these spells you can only use once, or...? As soon as you unfurl the scroll and you use the spell, it's done. And that's pretty common knowledge. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you guys have anything in mind you want? Yeah. I don't think so. Nope. I'm thinking that this spell right here could come in handy. Uh, and Eldorus points at the message scrolls. The message scrolls? I think I remember this spell. If people are hiding, they can communicate using these spells, using their minds. So, like, telepathy? Oh, that does sound useful. Yes, but it's. I think it's more of just, like, a one-way thing. A one-way thing? Ah. Uh, let me see like, if Eldorus... Oh, if you want to explain, you can go ahead. Well, I don't know if I remember correctly. <laughs> you can I see? I kind of remember. Uh, so, maybe one person sends the message and the other person can hear it, but they can't respond. Right? Yeah, that. Oh, oh, that's how it works. Yeah, that does sound pretty useful. They're pretty dirt cheap, too. Uh, sure, why not? And uh, how many of these do you guys want? Hmm. They are ten gold each. Oh. Oh, yeah. Hmm. 
How many times do you think we'd be talking to each other with me? Well, it, it would need to be in a in a moment where it's necessary. Yeah. If we ever need to stay hidden for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. I'd say it'd come in handy eventually. Yeah. Do you think, like, mm. three or more would do good? Maybe four we can give one to Jewel and then the rest of us. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, I think it might be useful to for each of us to have one. What the yeah, fuck about me? What? Oh. What the fuck about me? What if I need to message you something? Um. I'm in this Why? as much as you guys. That's a, that, that's a good question. Um. I mean, I guess. Wait, you don't you don't even join us in like combat. Well, what if I'm getting attacked and I need to talk to you guys? Why? Why well, would someone you'd need fight to an old be man? able to see us, right? Or at least know where we are. Well, what if I'm running and I hide, <laughs> and you guys run past me, but I don't want to say nothing? <laughs> I mean, that's a more believable hypothetical than the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> What? Yeah. What? Honestly, you didn't have to call me out like that. <laughs> little hurt. Little hurt. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry if I have an overactive imagination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That hypothetical was ass. I kind of liked it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's just get one for all of us. So that'd be five of them? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that'll be 50 gold. Whoever's okay. paying. Which I, has to be Adric, because I think everyone else here is broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Um, you guys each can add one of these message scrolls to your inventory. Awesome. Just add it as a custom item, and then I'll we'll, we can oh, use it as okay. yeah. <laughs> Is that everything we came for? Or do you guys want something else? Uh, Nanette, were you looking for anything else? Hmm. Um. I don't know. I I think I'm good for now. Okay. All right. Uh. Any other stores, places we should visit before we start looking for this guy? Um. Where else is there? Um, from what you guys would have seen, there is an inn and tavern. 
and that's about there's like a bunch of restaurants but you know they're like high-end eateries oh i don't think we really need that right now i say we just go look for the guy all right um how are we gonna go about this Hmm. Well? Uh, well, I have the letter. The envelope. Ah. Uh, did we ever see what that says? Honestly, no. We should look there inside. Might, there might be some identifying information in there. Yeah. Um, you open up this letter... By the way, you guys are still standing in the store. You haven't purchased the scrolls yet. I will mention that. Um, oh, maybe we should pay for those. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Let's not get too carried away. Uh, Adric, you walk up. You put the 50 gold. Um, this younger half-elf boy goes, ah, uh, Thank you. Thank you very much. And would you like a bag for that? Uh, yeah. All right. And he pulls out, like, this hand-sewn burlap bag and hands it to you with all the scrolls inside. Then it's working overtime. <sighs> uh, you know, it's a part of the business, but uh, we have to sew these by hand every night before closing the stores. Oh, my. You look at his hands covered in bandages. Oh. Well, um... Please, please very... get some rest soon, if anything. Uh, uh, yeah. I have to go to my second job after this one. So, uh, after the second and the third, <laughs> then... <laughs> yeah, after the second and the third, I'll, I'll get some rest in my apartment. Uh, uh. I, I believe in you. I believe in you. He gives you a weak thumbs up. His hands won't stop shaking. This is a very um lovely establishment. One day I'm gonna I'm gonna come back, rich, and I'm going to make him my buddy, and he's no longer gonna have to work minimum wage in D and D. Minimum wage in D and D. Oh no! I would do anything to get out of this. Maybe one day, buddy. One day. He sighs defeated, like, puts his head on his hands. And then you see another one of these, like, nobility-looking people walks up and goes, Oh, you'd like to uh, buy one of these things, please? And he just goes, Yes, sir. I feel so bad. Wow, thank God I'm not like that loser. (laughs) Eldoris opens the door and walks out. Eldoris! You- Oh my God, why would you say that? Who would want to work a 9 to 5? Not me. He's working like a 12 to 100. I don't know math. I will got you. It's not his fault. In this store. He should just become a pirate. And everyone can do that, Eldoris. Okay, watch this. He opens the door again to the store. Do you want to be a pirate? No, and um, then that's immediately gonna try to pull. Roll me, roll me an athletics check. Are Adric? Are you helping? <laughs> On what? 
to pull Aldorus away from this. <laughs> what is he doing? He is barging into the store. The and, yeah. And what? He's gonna start yelling at the dude to be a pirate. <laughs> Can he join us? <laughs> Bro. Okay. Uh, wait. You wanna you wanna yell with Aldorus? I'm alone in this. <laughs> you don't want him to join us. Look at him. I. Well. <laughs> you don't need to yell at him. Um. Wait. Oh, you okay. Be, be nicer. Do, be nice. Do your be thing. Nice. Fine. Do it. All right, young boy. Do you want to be a pirate or not? Um, what? Do you want to be a pirate? Eldorus! I am the great Eldorus no, Seawalk no. Draken. Don't say your full name. You're... That guy okay. died a long time ago. No, what? no, no, no. Okay, we're <laughs> getting you out of here now. Oh, okay, okay. That's I'm enough. so sorry uh, about this guy. Hey, no problem? If you ever consider being a pirate, you will no longer have to work in these conditions, and you will be awesome. Oh my god. His eyes open a little bit. Uh, roll me a persuasion check with oh my, advantage, no way. Adric. No way. <laughs> this is the insanity. Oh my god. Uh oh, that's not a good one. Um. Wait. Wait, I was about to say you could use the inspiration, right? <laughs> he he looks at his hands for a second. He looks at like his calloused fingers, and he just goes, "I could be free. I could be free from all of this. These rude wizards barging into my store, and and berating me because they want spell. I could be free." He clutches his shirt and he just goes like, I hate this job! I quit! And he like throws his like coat over the, the counter. He jumps over the counter and he goes, Come on! Let's be pirates! Uh, wait, can we, uh, can we get your name? Oh yeah, what's your name? My name? Oh god! Yes. In all my years of retail, nobody's ever asked my name! Oh, well, you're, you're what is your name? Now. Uh, dear My name is Maywile. That's a very lovely name. It's that nice to meet you. Awesome Call me Bay. Okay. We, we, um, I, I'm Audric. That over there, that's Minnie. And then that guy over there is Eldorus. See what dragon. And then and then that's Jewel. That's Jewel. That's our that's our little that's our little uh like our sister. And then over there that's uh Kishi. Ooh, nice to meet you, pink boy. Uh, it's good to meet you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I love making new friends. Did we just get a new crew member? <laughs> yes. I think so. It worked. We just freed someone from capitalism. <laughs> I'm so tired of being oppressed by this government. Well, you know, that's... I'm I'm glad you could be free. I'm glad you're following your your dreams. I you know, I'm I'm very much in support of that. I know I know how it feels. Uh, it feels so good to be free. Oh I've I can feel my whole body trembling. I I feel like it could finally rest. I think and really, he's shaking violently. Okay. 
Okay, well, so there, you've you've kind of we're kind of there's a lot happening right now with us. Um. Oh yeah. Well, whatever's going on, I'm glad to assist. You guys broke me free of this capitalist chain. I awesome. I'm very glad. <laughs> oh, to be free, the sensation. Well, you'll he finally get some actually good sleep soon because oh we have God. a very awesome ship. Oh yeah, we have uh, a lot of rooms and very comfy beds. Well, yeah. that's uh, that's amazing. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, that's this is awesome. What is it? So where where are we going in a, in such a rush? Oh, we're trying to find someone actually. Uh, someone like who? Well, um... Hmm. Uh, I believe his name was the playwright, and that's all we got. Something mm. like that. We have, like, an invitation for us to meet. Oh, the playwright? Um, do you yeah. have his, like, proper name? Uh, wait, the letter, uh, the letter! The letter, yeah! And I'll say you guys are walking, or, like, I guess, kind of jogging, um, while, uh, we're you guys are speaking. We're all, just, we're all just full of energy and inspiration after <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You see that, uh, May, that's his shorthand name, I'm just gonna say that, he told you guys to Very call him cute. that. May is holding this bag of 50 gold that Adric handed him. Oops. Oh. My first act of piracy. This feels <laughs> grand. <laughs> I must steal more. <laughs> <laughs> just, um. not, just, not in, just not out in public. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll keep it uh, uh, quiet. Mm -hmm. you, you better, because you, you certainly are not keeping it quiet now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. Um, and Adric, you open the letter. Yeah. Um, you would see at the top of this letter, the name on the top is Carry On Stormcrasher. It says to Carry On Stormcrasher. Then, as you skim through it, you see that there's a bunch of talk about invitation towards his mansion in the forest. And the name is Lucas Vermont. Lucas Vermont? Oh. Wow, that's a cool name. That is a pretty cool name. Do you think oh. when we address him, we should use his first name or his last name? Um, Lucas Vermont is a... a from what I can tell, I've heard many stories about him. He's... Oh quite the noble figure, so perhaps we should call him Mr. Vermont. Okay. Oh, nice. Alright. And, uh, he goes, I, I think I know where his mansion could be. It's, um, oof. Right this way, and he turns the corner into an alleyway and continues to run down it. Um, you could see he's already, like, getting out of breath, since he's not that, like, <laughs> okay. fit of a person. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, um, don't push yourself too hard, okay? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> anything, anything, I can try to carry you and you just point in the direction. Th that would be grand. I, I think my body is filled with amino acids and my legs are certainly dragging me down. Yeah. You need to and you relax. Also look exhausted, so it's fine. The adrenaline has been keeping me going for now. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Adric, you carry him on your back? Yeah. You kneel down. He gets on top of your back. He is astonishingly light. He is a tall person. He is, like, six foot. But he is so frail and skinny. Taller than me. Taller than me and so frail. <laughs> All right. You're actually really, really light. Uh I've been told that quite a bit. I uh, don't eat a lot. My daily rations oh. are the crust of bread. Oh, oh don't goodness. worry. We actually have a lot of food. Yeah, we we have a shark, work. even. Can, yeah, pretty much. What a grand day. Freedom <laughs> and proper food. Wow, you are sad. Yeah, But, like, guys... Guys, this is like, this is wrong. This is pathetic. It, don't, it's, pardon my language. It, no, it's okay. I am quite pathetic. No, 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 okay. It, it, like, it's, not, it's not anything wrong with you. It's everything else, the way this place runs, that's wrong. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, with the inflation of having an ultra-rich person on the island, the uh, prices have kind of gone up. And Same. tourism and has you, also and gone up. Like, and then you were you were like telling him to be a pirate, and then now that he's a pirate, you're complaining. No, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying this sucks. He's this sucks for him, and I'm glad he's free. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm not complaining that he's a pirate now because good for you. Ooh, okay, emotions so are high today. Sorry, I, can't, <laughs> I can't really tell your tone sometimes. It's okay. I'm a very passive-aggressive person sometimes. Yeah. All right. Well, glad we got that. Um. Well. Uh, anyway, it's uh. If you take this corner right here, and then uh around that bend, you should start to see. And as he points it out, and as you guys run towards this area, you see that the street, the roads, the buildings all around this area slowly are overtaken by nature. You see Whoa. as grasses begin to climb out onto the bricks. You see as vines crawl over buildings and sprout blooming flowers. You see a forest with staggeringly tall trees that makes it so sunlight can barely pierce and puncture through this veil of effervescent leaves. And... As you guys get closer, you hear as the sound of vibrant city and the cacophony of people begin to slowly, slowly trickle away into the forest. And uh, I believe if we proceed through here, I haven't been here personally, we should find Lucas. Or Mr. Vermont, oh, well. sorry. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and you guys begin to walk further in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you guys begin to walk in to this wooded area, you see, as I said, the trees let almost no light into this dim forest. Only small pinholes of light can illuminate your pathway, just barely. Another abnormality within this forest is you see the leaves are trickling down as frequent as a summer rain. Just a constant downpour of leaves. And the entirety of this forest floor is decorated with abundant life. But you do not see many animals on the ground. And more, you hear the rustling of the treetops accompanied by a screech so loud it's almost terrifying of a massive bird. Oh. But that's well above the area. That was a scary sounding bird. And I'm a bird. Uh, Yes, those are the egrets. The birds the island is named after. They're That's pretty quite menacing. Yes, they are well respected and they don't hurt people. But they are a fearsome and strong solitary bird. It's kind of why the island takes such pride in them. Oh. Oh, I see. That's pretty cool. I wasn't born here, but I do relish in this place's culture. Even though they pushed me to well past my limits, I do have a deep admiration for what's going on within this island. And as you guys continue to go through this forest, um, you begin to hear these babbling brooks, streams of water bubbling up as they pass underneath this cobblestone walkway that you could barely even notice from all the leaves that are covering it. A brisk wind funnels through the area, blowing about the scattered leaves. And all in all, this is a very seemingly peaceful walk forwards. Is there anything you guys would like to do? Or should I expedite it and say you guys get there? Can we look around? Um, roll me a perception check to see what you see, unless you're looking for something in specific. Mm, I don't think I'm looking for anything specific. I'm just looking around. All right. Oh. Awesome. And uh, what did you get? 16. A 16. With a 16, looking through this dimly lit forest, you can see that there are plenty of birds swarming above you. They look smaller, and it seems as if they are relegated to this area of the forest, as if they are not allowed past this place. Hmm. Then you would also notice 
that there is a clear line ahead of you where leaves do not fall anymore. It's almost unnatural with the way that the forest separates itself. What's going on? Huh. What's up? No, it was just like pretty peculiar how like it separates off. Oh. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. That is very cool. odd. And as you guys walk forward, you walk within the confines of this separation. And the air immediately feels easier to breathe. It wasn't necessarily harder to breathe outside of this bubble. But the it feels like an unnatural purity within this air. Well, this kind of smells nice. And you would notice that as you are walking, there are some leaves in the air suspended in the air itself. There's nothing above it, nothing below it. Just hanging, suspended. Oh. I wonder what's causing this. I would not know, but it's very pure. Well, pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't seen anything like this before, but I can assume it's some sort of magic. Yeah, I mean, it's almost as if time has stopped. Yeah, something like that. Peculiar. It's kind of cool. This place has given me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> you know what? That's fair enough, actually. But it's kind of, like, interesting in a way. Uh, yeah, interesting in the, wow, there's something here that I don't know about, which is scary. That, that would mean a lot of things are scary, Kichi. Yes. Okay, you know what? That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's reasonable to be afraid of things you don't know. Yeah. I'm perpetually terrified of everything. Wow, that's a lot to unpack. Oh. <laughs> well. No, well, no, you, no. You kind of have lust. I guess that's... I don't, I don't know how to... Like... Help you with that. Oh, it's okay. And uh, as you guys continue forward into this almost serene, safe spot, you see the lighting begins to shift not too long after crossing the barrier. It becomes golden. Everything feels crispy. It feels like you've walked into autumn itself, portrayed. The ground around you almost looks like an oil painting straight out of a book. This kind of... Okay, this is kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I think we definitely know we're in the right place. 
If uh, yeah. whoever's doing this is strong enough to, you know, do this, yeah. they should be able to take us to the Shadowfell. Which is yeah. super awesome. Um, did you just say Shadowfell? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's kind of where we're trying to get to right now. Right now, however, I'm thinking something, but I don't know if I want to say right now or later. Well, I'm officially terrified, but I did promise that I would come with you, and I, uh, yeah, I'm coming with you. Like, I know, I know, you guys are like doing your best, but honestly, I really don't want to see you and Jewel and Kishi get into a place like that. Yeah, I I wouldn't blame you for wanting to stay behind. Staying behind would entail a lot of things. Um, getting fired at my job and having to go look for a new job. And yeah. my previous boss would tell my new boss that I quit right in the middle of the day yeah. and stole money. So, um, I'm kind of locked in because my life here is ruined. Yeah. Oh. That's true. Well, sorry about that. But <sighs> it was your choice. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you guys wouldn't leave me here, I know that. So I have to come. I don't want you to be in danger, though. I side with Adric on this. Jewel, you're and so I, young. Jewel, I know this. I I know this personally because the moment before the ship crashed, and I was in. Well, not. It was still somewhere around where the ship crashed, but that man is extremely powerful, and I would know this because I was on that ship before. I seriously do not want to see you get harmed, Jewel. If, if I stay here and you guys go, how would I know what happens to you guys? How would I know you're safe? How would I know you're coming back for me? <laughs> because I know full well that I am not leaving without my brother, Jewel. I understand, but, but I, I don't have anyone other than you guys. My, my mom is over on that ship with that scary ice man. Yeah. And I, if I can't be with her. Or, you guys, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Jewel, I... I want you to hold on to this. And he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out Marco's feather. She holds it tightly 
And she goes, Right? Why are you Listen. giving this to me? Listen. You can hold on to this. And it belongs to Marco, so when we're back, you can give it to him. But for now, you can hold on to this and it's like you have us with you, right? She looks at you. Her eyes look glossy. Like they are about to spill over at any second. She turns to Eldorus. Eldorus is giving her a a sympathetic look. I I agree. It's far too dangerous to take you. And then no no, and when we come back, I I Marco can make you into like the cool little like turret and wing thing, right? She clenches her hands very tightly and she turns to Nanette. Nanette gives her this kind of sad smile. Just think of it as a promise that we will come back. You see Gao, who has been next to Aldorus the whole time, like, stares at Jewel and goes, Gao, Gao. And Jewel just starts shaking violently. But, but, what am I gonna do? Hey, how we... I know, I know this is what I want to do, but how are we exactly going to go through with this plan? You, it's, we can't exactly leave Jewel alone. Yeah. It's... It would be even more unwise to leave Jewel on an island without anyone. Of course. <laughs> Eldorus looks at both of you. Do you have any idea? There's not really. Do you, any of you have someone you can count on with this? never had anyone to count on before, so... No. Mm. Nanette, do you have any way? I, um... I'm not sure... Prince Jewel looks around with tears just streaming down her face and she goes, So I have to come with. I have to. You guys don't have anything 
So I have to. Uh. The war. That's not Adric saying. That's me. I know. Guys, <laughs> you, you won't, you won't just leave me alone. So I have to come with you. There's no other choice. Edric's over here biting his nails and everything. <sighs> Eldorus is not, like, he doesn't have a very clear emotion on his face. It's very contorted. It's like a mix of worry and sadness. Do you think there's someone, like, around back there that could maybe have something? That's a lot of trust to place in someone, you know? Yeah, that's what makes it worse. Jewel, like, clings to you guys. She, like, holds on to Nanette and Adric's pants and goes... Or, yeah, dress oh. and pants. And she goes... So I have to go. Oh. Shadowfell or not, I have to go. You guys... I, I can survive. I know I'm strong. You guys can take me with you. So he was able to, like, strangle me. What? He was able to strangle me. He, he's, he can control ghosts and stuff. I don't know much about this foe that Adric's talking about, but by how he's acting, and with what knowledge we have about him, Jewel, it's not okay. It's just not. If we have to leave you alone like this, it's better than you walking to death. But... But... I'm strong. God damn, this is harsh. I'm gonna fucking go stand over there. <laughs> Hey, buddy. I wish uh -huh. I could do that. Kishi walks over to behind a tree and just like sets down. Um, I I don't know a lot about this subject or anything. Yeah, it's it's okay. Just sit this one out. Yeah, I'll go sit with the old man. I'm not fucking old. Well, yes, I am old, but I'm not that old. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Uh, you see that um, May sits right, like, across from Kishi, but diverts his eyes. Damn it, why is this so odd? Uh... I would have said we just go back to one of those islands we made friends with. And ask them to take care of it. Maybe... Maybe, you know, remember that nice guy at the clothing store? Oh, him? 
Yeah, the one you guys were supposed to make a mayor? Uh, yes, but time is really of the essence. That's a long That is pretty far back. Dang it. Plus, I don't think we have a compass for Golas. We'd be sailing blind. Uh, yeah, we don't. We have Vogue, uh, but he's also very far away. Yeah. How far is he? There's gotta be something. There's gotta be something. Someone. I have an idea, but I don't think I can say this out loud. Uh, what do you want to do? Can I use the message scroll on, on Nanette? You send, you, how are you going about this? Are you like being sneaky about using the scroll? I think I'm like sitting down and making myself look like I'm thinking. Uh, I don't think Eldorus is suspicious enough to even like observe you like that. So yeah, I just look like I'm thinking. I'm yeah, bored. you you use the message scroll. You see, as you touch it, it burns away in your backpack, and you feel like you have the capability to send a message to Nanette. And that do you think the the shell will be able to contact that man that has her mom? Nanette, like turns to Adric with her eyes like widened. And, like, she looks towards where the shell is for a second, and, like, shrugs. Mm. I'm thinking really hard. I know this is a tough choice, but is there absolutely anything that you guys want to try or do? I was about to ask. Uh, I, I was about to, was it May? May, yes. I was about to ask May if I could hand him like 50 more gold to be able to take care of Jewel. But I don't think that's how that works. If not mm -mm. more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could I could try the shell thing, but probably not right now. That was not a good time. Edwards, uh, can you stay here with Jewel? Nanette, come with me. I think I might be able to say something. Um, okay. I'll watch All right. it. Oh, babe, we'll be right back. I need to look for something. You see Jewel immediately begins to plea with Eldorus to let her stay. You guys walk a bit further into the forest, through the brambles and bush, off the pathway. And I'd say you get a reasonable distance away from the group. Annette, do you think it would work? I... I didn't he, want to think he, about he, it, but... The only... he And doesn't he have a 
her mom? Yeah, he he does have her mom. And she's she's just an innocent child too. It, it's it could work, but like would the shell be able to contact him? I I'm not entirely sure. Well, it's been able to do a bunch of unnatural stuff. I wouldn't doubt it, but I'm not sure either. Well, I guess I have only ever listened to it, but it's not like he's really ever directly communicated with me. It's uh, only been very cryptic things. Yeah. Do you think you could try speaking his name to it? a crazy idea, Adric. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I just... I can't have a join us like these... I know, he's, I know. he's on another level. I... I don't know how much I can fully trust him, but... I can't say I think he would ever harm Jewel. I... Recognizes type of mindset. I don't think he would. I guess I could. Guess I could try. And Nanette's going to take the shell out of her bag. You take the shell out of your bag. You feel its frosty, cold exterior. It feels like stone within your hands, and that frosty mist is seeping out of the opening of the shell consistently. That is really stupid. I'm so sorry, Nanette. I don't know. We don't have any options. Yeah, I don't really have any better ideas. Um, okay. And... Nanette kind of shakily holds the shell up close to her face, and she just goes, D Delir? You see as the frost suddenly directs itself towards your mouth, funneling around it. You see as you inhale this mist. And suddenly, Nanette, you're standing on a cold, icy beach. Oh, God. And you see that you can't see the horizon. You are locked within this dome of mist and ice. Then you see a silhouette begin to form within the mist. Oh god, is this happening? Nanette, you see one step. One boot kicks through the stone of mist. The familiar boot of a navy officer. Then out comes baggy white pants. Then 
you see bits and pieces of a black coat dangling. Then you see his face break through the mist. You finally sought to contact me, Nanette. Yeah, I I guess so. I didn't exactly think this was possible. Neither did I. That show was only designed to convey basic emotions. What a life it's taken on. Yeah, it certainly has taken a, a, a life of its own. Um, I guess that's an issue for another day. There was a reason I contacted you. Have you finally sought to join me? Give up on that pitiful pirate. Uh, no, actually, um... Well, uh... Oh, how do I even propose this? Uh... Well, um... We kind of have some business to take care of over in Shadowfell, and, um, well, there's the issue of Jewel, the child that we have on our ship, and, well, um, I was wondering if I don't know. This feels so strange to ask. Nanette, as you're looking at him, between small glances, you see his eyes are dazzling. They are very youthful in nature. And he sits down right into the sand. And he gestures for you to sit as well. I sit next to him. From what I assume you're saying, you wish for me to... Take care of this girl for a time. Yeah, I... Kind of an odd thing to ask after, you know, the last time we saw each other. But I don't think it would be very responsible of us to take her in such a dangerous place. He turns at you and he gives you this very bright smile. Why would that be strange? It's not strange at all. 
I understand, and I will help you take care of her. Really? No catch or anything? Why would I present you with a catch? I don't... I don't know. It's... been a while. Nanette, you're my friend. You're one of the only people I value in this world. Things have happened to me, and I've lost so many things. So many people. Life has faded out from my grasp so many times. No matter how much I screamed, I clawed at this light, it would never come back. And here I am, sitting down to the last person that made me happy. Why would I ever present you with a catch? Why would I ever present you with something like that? I... I don't know, maybe... I've just... become a little more... skeptical about things. I don't know. I... You've become skeptical about me. Well... I mean... It's just... I, I don't know, I mean... There's been... A, a curse... You know, involving the shell and everything, and I... I don't know, I... It's just... I, I guess you changed so much, I... I just, I, I didn't... I, I don't know, I... Oh, maybe I'm saying too much. He looks up at the sky. A curse. On the shell I gave you, when we were just but innocent children. I see. And yeah. he turns to you and he puts both of his hands out and something you immediately notice is that his once barren hand is now covered in the same claw-like armor as the other. Hand me the shell. Uh, oh, okay. The shell was nothing more than me showing how much I appreciated you. Our time together was short. But something that I could never forget, never ever, was how you treated me. Like I was normal. I never wanted to lose that. And I wish I... I wish I saw you sooner. And you see 
as he begins to grip the shell and he crushes it with one swift movement. And he holds his claw-like hands out. With this, your plight is dust. Nothing shall bother you anymore. Please do not forget who I was, who I am, and who they are. I'm sorry. I shouldn't jump to any conclusions or anything. I can't forget the way things used to be. You know, how you cheered me up at one of my worst moments. And you did cheer me up. As much as you did in that short time. I know I didn't show it because I wasn't one for show. And as he begins to open his hand, you see the dust of the shell begin to fall like grains of sand hitting against the beach. And you see as this mist begins to crack, as you see these spirits begin to clamor against the mist like it was glass. Pounding, pounding, pounding. You hear dissonant whispers. Selfire, 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 selfire. What? And you see as Delir stands up abruptly, you see hooked onto the waist of his belt a blue sapphire. I'll be there soon. And he lets go of the rest of the shell. The fragments clamor against the floor. And Nanette, you awaken in the forest. And the shell is nothing but dust in your hands. Oh my god, the shell? Can I hear the noise still? Silence. For once, you hear nothing. Just the wind passing through the furrowing trees. Oh my god. Did you... Did you contact him? Yeah, I... I did. I... So it did work. But the snow is broken. I mean, that's a good thing about it. Right, I... I I told him just a little bit about the curse, and, yeah. well, I gave him the shell, and he just broke it like it was nothing. That's kind of threatening after we tried to break it. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. But, oh. Well, who was the greater, now that we do know, was he on board with it? Yeah, he was, actually. Um, Well, the thing is, though, you know him and Eldorus. Yeah, that's the tricky part. Though, after- Maybe 
No, you go, you go ahead. Well, after I talked to him, I, I feel like I may have misunderstood things a little. Really? Like, what specifically? Like, I don't know. When we first saw him, he was so threatening, but he really hasn't changed much. He's just been through a lot, from what I could tell. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know what that means for him and Aldoris, but... <clears throat> yeah. Perhaps we could... No, you do this by yourself. I will... I will stay here with Eldoris and you bring Jewel. You tell him that she... You have a caretaker in mind. Someone you knew, and... I'll stay back with everyone. Uh, okay. Nanette? Roll me a wisdom saving throw. Okay? You can choose to fail this, but roll me a wisdom saving throw. I can choose to f- What does that mean? What? It's up to you. What is the context? <laughs> Um, Danny, what is this? I don't. <laughs> um, what is the context? Okay, uh, I, 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 I want to pass. Like, uh, does this pass? I don't know. Nanette, you see this rift begin to form. Adric, you don't see anything. Oh, God. We will be there. Tomorrow. Tomorrow morning at the docks. And then, gone. Not giving me much time, huh? What? Are are you okay? Yeah, I I just... Saw... Something. Uh, okay, so if the show was in the now you're getting hallucinations. No, no, I. <sighs> um, what? What was it then? It. It was a message saying that they'd be here at the docks tomorrow. Oh. Then I think. We should maybe go to an inn. Yeah, but oh, how is this gonna go down? There's uh, so we wait not a lot of time. We we wait at the inn, and you leave with Jewel. I I guess I. I. Aldoris, I. Doesn't that feel like? I don't know, we're betraying him a little. 
I don't have any more options. I, I, I guess I. Okay, I'll, I'll try not to worry about it too much. Okay. Well, we're just gonna go back and say we have some. You have someone, and you'll meet them with them privately tomorrow. Yeah. Do Do you want me to just tell Jewel or? I. I don't know what she'll do. That's. But I also don't want her to be too shocked by the morning. Yeah. Then I... again, most people are more groggy and sleepy in the morning to be able to acknowledge things. I don't know. That's uh, <sighs> so complicated. I don't want to just throw her on a boat. Yeah. And... It's like, it's it's a bit complicated, but I don't know if we should tell her right now or something. I, I, but I feel like at least Eldora should know that you have someone on mind. Yeah, but if he asks, I don't know what I'm going to say. Just say privacy since it's like related to someone you uh wait how do i put this it's like maybe family related uh, i don't want to lie to him uh you know what will happen if he knows i know, I know. The only option we have, Nanette. Yeah. And Are you ready to go back? As ready as I'll ever be, I guess. <laughs> All right. You guys walk back the way you came through the forest, and you see Jewel is crying and playing with Eldora, shaking his leg, and Eldorus is just sitting there, refusing every single attempt. That's not a great anything. sight to come back to. No. I can't. We can't take you, Jewel. No matter what, it's too dangerous. If Adric is that scared of someone, I'm going to trust his judgment. But, but I'll get stronger, I promise. I'll, I'll grow, I'll get stronger. Jewel, it's just not on the table. And, uh, what do you guys do as you get there? Magic flying too. <laughs> a little girl. Jewel is just repetitively shaking Eldoris, trying to get him to change his mind. I know this is harsh, but Eldoris, we. No, not we. Minute asked someone on mine, but 
it might have to be more private. Private? Yeah. I mean... I'm pretty sure... Since we're pirates, basically. Well, that's fine by me. I'll... You guys handle the business, and... As long as Jewel's safe, then it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, That's I'm sure option. she will be. Alright, well, by the morning we'll let Ninette go with Jewel. That's what you said, right, Ninette? By morning tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright, then I guess we're just gonna go rest up at a tavern? Or an yeah. inn? Yeah. How about we all sleep together before? I mean, that sounds weird, but. Just. I get what you one mean. Last, one, one last night we embrace with one of our own. Yeah. Alright. And Eldorus begins to pick him up himself up slowly. Jewel is just weeping. I don't want to go. Oh. I don't want to oh. go. We'll come back for you. Jewel, Jewel I... is just sobbing. I know this is really difficult, and I, I understand how scary it can be. But... We, it wouldn't be responsible of us to bring you with. We, we can't just let anything happen to you. I, I, I can't. I don't wanna go. I don't wanna. And she like, she's on her knees. She is like, pecking at the grass. She's clawing at the floor, throwing oh. a tantrum. Jewel, we're we're going to come back. I, how do I know? How do I know if you're going to come back? I don't know. Oh. I'm going to blow up. Uh, Eldorus just turns away and picks her up by the scruff. Oh. Wait. Danny, can I ask? Hmm. I don't know if I would know this actually. Uh, what? Because we have we have that paper in the captain's quarters, right? That kind of goes to the person you're sending it to. Does it work if you're, like, for example, if we wanted to send a letter from Shadowfell to there, would it work? This is going to be a tough one. Okay. I am going to have you roll me a history check. You are figuring this out yourself. No advantage. Just a flat roll. Okay. Haldoras, please put me down. Please. <laughs> and uh, what was that? Danette, uh, you have no idea. You would assume so. But in all honesty, you have no clue. Shoot. 
only there was someone who knew about paper. <laughs> May is just kicking his feet. Let's <laughs> <laughs> help you right now. Um, what were you thinking? Well, I, I was thinking maybe we could send letters, you know, but I I don't really know if it would be possible yeah. from there, but there you are papers maybe that the, You think maybe the, you know, the guy would know? Mr. Vermont? Maybe? I, I don't, I don't know. But I think if there's any way we can reassure Jewel that we're fine, I think that would be uh, a good option. Yeah. As you guys look over, you see that Jewel is like fighting and kicking Eldorus while he's holding her. Uh, I'm gonna explode. Um, and Eldorus sighs, and he is going to cast sleep on her. Oh. You see Eldorus waves his hands in front of her face. You see as a gentle water begins to form off of his hand and floats over to Jewel. And you see as it engulfs her crying and kicking body. And let me roll for it if she can put her to sleep. Jewel, you see as she's engulfed in this translucent water. And it begins to trickle off, and she is limp. Hmm. That works very well. Yeah. There are a lot of things we have to do, but I seriously do not want her. I do not want him to get his hands on her. Absolutely not. That's the last thing I want. We won't allow her to face such tragedy. Ever. No. Even if we can't say her goodbyes to her directly. This is worth it for her safety. And yeah. Eldorus looks determined. Welcome back, Father. I know I would not let him be welcome. Yeah. We're, we're gonna get him back. Yeah. And as Jewel is now snoring, hanging over Eldorus's shoulder, you guys head towards the inn, correct? Mm-hmm. You head over to the inn. And uh, as you guys walk into this colorful looking inn, you see it's the same as every other building with the orange large bricks segmented by blackened, uh, blackened accents. You see the roof slopes out further than usual, and by the doors there are two statues. You see the eagle-like bird now roosting within its nest, 
Um, and as you guys walk in, you see a quaint and cozy establishment with orange carpets and blackened wood that lines the floor. You see a desk comprised of the same silky blackened wood. And you see behind the desk this lion, this humanoid lion man with white braids that go from both sides of his head downwards and crossing over his chest like a streaming river. You see he is wearing like a tweed suit that is very, very tight, like it could rip at any movement. And he is wearing these small spectacles for his big face. Um, and he goes, oh, Customers, are you here to rent a room? Yes, please. Uh, how many rooms would that be? Yeah, for instance, so, and should we just take one room if we're all just gonna, you know? I think one room is plenty. One, one room, please. Uh, wait, can you make that two? I'm, I'm not gonna sleep with anyone. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm not ready for that commitment. Okay. Okay, two rooms, please. Right away. And he turns around, he picks off two keys from the walls, and he lays them out before you. That'll be ten gold. Alright. You hand this uh, Lionel ten gold. And he puts it into a pouch under the desk. You'll see the... Rooms correspond with the numbers on the keys. Just right that way. And he points, and you guys would see a hallway leading into a series of rooms. Alright. Thank you. And as you guys uh, walk over to the rooms, um, you would see, as you open the door, that there is two beds for each room. Um, and you hear as Kishi goes, Oh, well, good. You, I guess you can... I mean, unless you want to sleep with them. And he's looking at May, and May goes, yeah, I, I have my own home, but uh, if there is a bed available, I will sleep there. All right. This isn't weird. Not weird at all. Not weird at all. You're, in fact, I think you're making it weird. Nope. 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 Okay. Kishi. Okay. And then that is like oh. gritting her teeth. <laughs> like, oh, this is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Kishi walks in, and then May like turns to you guys. He makes a grimace, and then he walks into the room. <laughs> Alright. Um, and you see as Eldorus walks into the room and begins to push both of the beds together. Alright. One last rest. As the crew in full. Yeah. Yeah. 
Put her, put her in the middle. We can all, we can all like snuggle around her, like a really tight blanket, something like that. He lays Jewel gently down onto the bed, and he goes, "I'm so sorry for this." And his eyes look like they are filled with sorrow. It's puts a hand on his shoulder. It's reasonable. It's, oh, it's what we have to do. I'll stay with her until morning. I'll stay with you all until morning. I guess I finally <laughs> get to dream one more time. <laughs> yeah. And as you guys lay down, getting arranged into a sleeping pile, the night begins to quickly overtake you. As you feel the warmth of everyone around you, plus the coolness of Eldorus, <laughs> you briskly fall asleep. And everyone, you get a long rest. And it's one of the best rest you've had in a longer time. Aww. And as the morning sun begins to poke through the closed blinds, you are met with the blabbering of a sleeping Eldorus. The, the cobblers are out to get me. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> I have a gun. I have a gun. No, my God. I think it's pretty funny. Jewel, take this gun. Oh, my God. Jewel. Jewel. Trust oh, me, they're evil. Speaking of, <laughs> is Jewel still asleep? Jewel is sound asleep. All right. Uh, what? What time is it? I don't even know. Look outside, is there a window? Yes, the sunlight is this, it's this really, it's hard to describe a morning sun. The shadows are filled with cool blues, but the light from the sun is this golden and glimmering of an early morning. It's morning. Yeah. Are we just... Taking her? We are taking her. I have to stay back here. Right. Okay. Oh, this hurts. Okay. I'm going to just pick Jewel up. You pick Jewel up softly, and it. It's always been apparent that she's small. But right now, curled into this ball, she really does feel so gentle and Aww. small. So frail, like a flower. You see, as even though she's asleep, there are just tears in her eyes. <laughs> I'm just going and to like gently pat her head a little 
As you pat her head, you see as a small smile begins to creep on her sleeping face. That's what I like to see. Alright. Are you both going or only Nanette? Only Nanette. Okay, so you... Okay, only Nanette. Mm -hmm. Um... Eldorus is snoring now. His sleep talk faded and it's just loud snores. Um, and, uh, Nanette, as you walk out of the door, holding Jewel in your arms, you proceed outwards into the, uh, reception room of this inn and out the door. It's so early morning that not a lot of people are awake. You see that there are, like, drunkards sleeping next to a tavern. You see that there are... There's not a lot of people out right now. You see that there... As you're walking, you see that there is, like, crime scene tape around the uh, spell shop. Oh. And you see a crudely made wanted poster of May. Ugh, okay. And as you continue walking, you can't... You can only hear the sounds of morning birds chirping, along with the soft and gentle breathing of Jewel against your chest. I'm kind of like petting her head a little as I'm walking. She continues to smile, but the tears won't stop. They don't stop. It's okay. I'm gonna try to keep in touch, okay? And... As you guys continue forwards, you cross the large bridge. You walk across the barren cobblestones. And as you cross over the last dune, you see in the distance, all the way at the ends of the dock, the ice-covered ship of Delir Stetson. <sighs> All right. And you continue onwards. And the closer you get on these docks, the frostier, the colder, the more desolate it feels. You feel as the sleeping jewel begins to grip onto your clothes. Oh. And at the end of the stock, you see Delir Stedsey standing there, his tall and imposing frame, but 
wearing a face only that could be described as gentle. Oh. And as you close the gap between you and Delir, Delir stands there and goes, Are you ready? Yeah, I... I trust that you'll keep her safe. I will, and so will her mother. And you see, out from Delir's side, a small kobold with different colored scales from Jewel. They're more red in tone. You see she has soft black hair that runs down her shoulders, and she's wearing a much more, you know, sophisticated outfit. Mm-hmm. She goes, My baby. My baby's back. <laughs> My sweet girl. And she shakily holds out her hands towards you, Nanette. I, I hand Jewel over. As you begin to hand I her over. kind of, uh, she's kind of like biting her lip hesitantly as she hands Jewel over. Only feeding into that hesitation, Jewel has a tight, tight grip on your clothes. But as you push her further from you and into the arms of her mother, her grip lets out. I'll see you again, Joel. I promise. Did you guys take good care of her? Of course. We only want to keep her safe. I thought that mad captain killed her. <laughs> Thank you for taking care of my girl. Of course. It's... It's what we have to do. She holds out one of her arms, the other holding on to Jewel. Inviting you in for a hug. I give her a hug. You seem like a really sweet person. Thank you so much for returning her to me. I could barely stand. I could barely walk. Knowing my girl. I would know it. Thinking my girl was gone. <laughs> Thank you for giving me this new hope. Of course. She's, she's a very sweet girl. And very strong too. She. Well. We are taking care of her, but she's also doing very well for herself. I'm glad. My name is Mephit. I'm Nanette. It's nice to meet you. She nods, and she 
uh, turns away. You see as Jewel is, her head is orientated towards you as her mom turns away. And there's nothing but tears just flowing down her face. And then it's kind of like shaking a little bit. Dillier puts his hand on your shoulder and he goes, You did what you must have done. Venturing into Shadowfell is a scary thing. I'm glad that you would not put a child at risk, Nanette. Of course. Um, we will get to see her again, right? That depends. It's her mother that makes that decision, not me. I will not promise anything that I can't. Right. This is the best thing to possibly do. He nods, and he brings you into a hug. And although you think it's going to be cold, it's so warm. It reminds you of back when you were kids. And you see as he abruptly breaks his hands away from you. And he stands straight, looks you in the eyes and goes, I hope you do consider the offer joining our ship and I hope you know that shell was not my doing right I think I understand that now please do contact me every now and then my one and only friend And Nanette nods. You see, as he turns away, suddenly his entire demeanor changes. His back seems broader from this side. His entire face shifts from this from this angle. His eyes are sharper. And he begins to crawl onto the ship. And you see, as he raises his sword on the top of his ship. Onwards. My men. We have much to do. And he turns to you one last time. His sharpened eyes looking like the day he killed that kobold right in front of you. And almost in a snap, they turn to that soft baby blue. Aww. And the ship begins to take off, rocketing faster than your ship ever could. And it kind of has tears in her eyes as she begins to head back to the inn. 
you head back to the inn. And as you walk on these desolate streets, with no life around you, with no people awake, as the morning sun is twinkling its golden luster at you, that's where we will end today's session. My God. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the end of the episode. I'm glad you stuck with us until the very end, and I hope you rate this a five-star on every platform available, and share it with your friend. Farewell, for now, Jewel. <laughs>